Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Healed by Grace podcast. My name is Luke Miller, and I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, you will all be able to see the work that God has done so far in my life, and I know he is far from finished. My brother actually might be joining me on this podcast in a week, or I don't even know when he's going to help me, but the other night I was in my room and he came in and expressed that he was thinking about starting a podcast, and I told him that I was already bought microphones and all that stuff so I could start my podcast and it was just an amazing moment for both of us because we just felt like we were both being called to just spread God's word if it was through a podcast or whatever. So yeah, this might be the only episode that I'm on here by myself. Hopefully he'll be joining me soon and my vision for this podcast is posting once a week, maybe, I'm not sure, whatever I feel led by the Holy Spirit and that's that's the basis of this podcast is I want to do anything that I feel like God's calling me to do. I always want his word to come through me. I just want to be a vessel for his words and what he's trying to show this generation or anyone that's listening. If I haven't helped one person with their walk with God, with faith, with whatever it is, then this podcast was worth it. So, yeah, I'm not a professional or anything. So it's this might be rough. The editing is probably not going to be the best, but I just feel like I'm, God's word needs to be spread and there's not enough people. There's never enough people that want to expand his kingdom. So one thing about me is I'm not that big into going into social media and just spreading everything and talking about stuff. And this podcast was kind of challenging for me, but I just felt like I, it was something I had to, I had to do. I had to try out. I felt God was... God had his hand over it. A verse that really helped me, or some verses I should say, was 2 Timothy 4, verses 2 through 5. And it says, Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage, with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. So in these verses, it literally tells us that people will turn away from the truth. They will believe stuff that's not true. And I believe like that we're living in a time of a lost generation. That people are no longer searching for the truth and understanding what's true they want to make excuses or exceptions to what the Bible is telling us. And we have a lot of lukewarm Christians that aren't willing to do what it takes to expand God's kingdom to the ends of the earth. So for this first episode, I just felt like it would be fitting for me to share my testimony and just share my story to people that don't know anything about me or I've never really shared my story other than my Instagram post the other day. I think it was last week. It was after I came home from the Passion Conference which was amazing, by the way. I would recommend that to anyone. They have one every year in January, and it was it was just such an amazing experience for me. And I felt the Holy Spirit working through fifty five thousand college age people, and it was it was just such an amazing moment. So yeah, let's just go back to when I was a little kid. I grew up Amish. My family was a part of the Amish Church for the first fourteen years of my life. Um, being a part of that church caused me a lot of hurt. There was a lot of manipulation and 
just stuff that went on with part of being such a conservative church and with all the rules that they had. But I don't want to talk too bad about it. There was a lot of good things that I learned from that faith, and it ultimately led to me being who I am today. But my dad became a minister when I was, I'm not even sure how old I was, but after my dad came, became a minister, he would, he would preach out of the Bible instead of just try to follow the Amish rules, I guess, because a lot of the pe preachers that would preach at the time would just try to please the people and upheld the Amish rules over what God is telling us. So there was a lot of struggle for a while that my family wasn't accepted and my dad felt like he had a calling to serve and preach about God's word to the Amish people. So we stayed for a while and there's a lot of bitterness between yeah, even just me and my dad had a lot of bitterness between each other because I thought we should leave way earlier than we did. And he still felt like he had a calling to serve God. And so there was, it just kind of disrupted our family, it disrupted a lot of the relationships I had, a lot of the friends I had, and just caused a lot of hurt. So yeah, the day finally came when my dad decided that he wasn't doing any good. He was just causing a lot of disruption in the church and no one was listening to him anymore. And it just, it all got brought to an end and we finally left that church and then we joined another church. It was a Mennonite church and it was a good church. It was actually where I got baptized, but it didn't really fit, a, fit what we were looking for in a church because it's, there was still rules and stuff like that, that we were trying to get away from that completely when we left the Amish. So that didn't completely work out for us, but as I said, I got baptized in that church when I was 14 years old. And at that time, I truly thought that I had given my life to Christ. I thought I was, I hadn't really faced anything that the world had to offer. I was still an innocent little kid that I wouldn't say I was sheltered, but to an extent, just being an Amish, the Amish culture, I was very sheltered. So one of the reasons I actually got baptized that early was I was in a relationship at the time and she said that she was going to get baptized and then I I just felt like a pressure because I didn't really understand things yet completely. I wasn't mature yet and I just thought that I, I would just follow along and do what she was doing. For about half a year after I got baptized, I thought I was doing what was right. I was going to church, but I never really experienced the Holy Spirit. I was very lukewarm in what I was doing. The next year, I ended that relationship. And then for a while, I was doing pretty well. And then I got caught up with uh, some friends that offered alcohol and drugs to me for the first time in my life. And this was right around the time when COVID hit. So I was already, I was just not in a good mood. Everything was going bad. And I was just kind of looking for the way out and I wanted to fit in with other people. And so I turned to the wrong things. I was offered alcohol for the first time and I thought it was, I had the night of my life. So I, for the next four years, yeah, I think four years, I went into a dark hole with alcohol, drugs, and it was, it was everything. I mean, I never got into like the really hard stuff like cocaine and stuff like that, but 
I did. I was drinking every weekend. I was smoking weed almost every day, and got addicted to nicotine. Was taking psychedelic mushrooms. I was I was in a pretty deep hole for a long time, and I would convince myself, or I would try to convince myself that I could still be a half foot in the church kind of guy, and then the other foot would be walking in sin. So. Yeah, it led to a lot of depression for me. It started affecting my schoolwork, my friendships that people that actually cared about me and were my actual friends. I a lot of those friendships ended because I started making the wrong decisions and started pleasing the wrong group of people. Um I started playing football in high school and I just kind of dove into what everyone else was doing on the team and tried to glorify myself or instead of glorifying Christ I was doing whatever made me happy and was trying to please the wrong group of people was hanging around with the wrong group of people Friday nights we would always try to after games we'd always try to go out and have as much fun as we could and it wasn't just Friday nights it was always went to Saturdays and the whole weekend I would always be doing the wrong things but then try to somehow squeak into church on Sunday mornings and still say that I'm a Christian and then that next week was had nothing to do with God. So I, I would just, I'd feel the Holy Spirit nudging me that I was doing the wrong things. And this is, that is what tore me apart was just, I knew, I knew I, what I was doing was wrong. I tried to convince myself that it was okay, that a little bit here or a little bit there, it didn't matter. As long as I would still say that I'm a Christian, I'd be fine. So I just really started getting depressed. I tried to get off the drugs, but then like I'd lie to people about why I'm getting off the drugs or because the people I was hanging out with would, well, obviously I was fun when I was doing this stuff that was wrong. So I would lie to them when I tried to get off the drugs and, but then it didn't work out. I'd fall back into the pit again because I never truly found Jesus in those moments. And then, so this went on for a really long time, actually. And then one night, it was my senior year of high school. It was actually just, well, it wouldn't be last year anymore, but it was in 2022. It was my senior year, and we had just gotten done winning our first sectional football game. And so we decided that we were going to go celebrate. Uh, so we went to one of my friend's house and, of course, got drunk, whatever. Did things we weren't supposed to do. And then we all got, me and all us football buddies, got into a car and at like four in the morning. And we're headed back to a, a different friend's house. Well, on our way back, we got pulled over. And a lot of us ended up arrested because we were, a lot of us were over 18. And it was just a humbling experience for me. And as I walked in there, I, I just knew that my life needed to turn around. It was in that moment where I just, I just knew I had, I had to search for something different. That what I was doing was just, it was leading me down the wrong path. And, but at first, I just felt so much anger towards everyone. I felt anger towards God. But I didn't really have a reason to be angry towards God because I was making choices that deliberately went against what He said. And, and then I was paying the consequences. 
So, yeah, we couldn't finish that year off for that football season off. We had to sit back and watch our team get beat in not that not that next game, but the game after that we lost and if we would have been able to play, we would have probably had a good chance to go to to go to state, but that's not what God had in the cards for us. I felt like that is something that to this day I can just feel I needed that in my in my life to start turning my life around. So I finished my senior year and was still doing stuff that was not pleasing to Christ, but it was just my conscience was pricking me more than it had before that. So my senior year ended, and that summer I was still hanging out with people that were doing things that weren't pleasing to God. A few weeks before all of my friends left for college, I hit my head in a, it was a pretty bad four-wheeler accident. And already at this time, I already started thinking a lot about how I wanted to get my life together. And I was working at a company, or I still am working at that company, but they really value Christian values and want to portray themselves well to the people around who they work for and serve. But so I was already thinking about I needed to change my life around. I couldn't fail a drug test if I wanted to stay at this company. All that stuff was just weighing on me, and I knew I had to, I had to change some stuff around. So yeah, I was, I was going, I was actually going 70 miles an hour on my four wheeler, and there was dew on the grass, and I started sliding on the dew when I went to turn and stop, and uh, flew right into like it was, there was a tree line. And my face hit the tree, hit like a two inch in diameter branch. And it was a pretty long branch and it messed up my face pretty bad. Gave me concussion and blood was gushing all out all over my face. But anyway, after that, I was, couldn't work for a week. And it wasn't that, it wasn't that week that God met me at my lowest. I just started pouring out that week to God for that I wanted to change, that something needed to change in my life. And I wanted to turn my life around and serve him. And this one night, well, it was actually during the day, I was just talking to God, and all of a sudden I just felt like I felt God's presence. It was the first time I truly felt the Holy Spirit in my life. And he was telling me that he had something way bigger planned that I could ever even imagine, that if I just surrendered to him, and everything would be okay and he'd make he'd make a way for whatever is in the future for me that he would make a way for it to be possible so i was struggled for a little bit after that i had like a week where i just kind of struggled like what do how do what do i tell my other friends that are still haven't given their life to christ or anything like that i was struggling with what i was supposed to say to them I was just struggling with what I was, how I was going to change my life because I knew I had to make drastic changes. I had to get rid of addictions. I had to just stop doing what I knew was normal for me at that time. So a week later, I was actually playing football and hurt my leg. So, and it was a pretty bad leg injury. I was, I had an interception, was running it back, and two people with, their helmets aimed straight at my leg, uh, tackled me. And when I got to our 
pushed me out of bounds and I got out of bounds and I started celebrating and then all of a sudden I just felt this instant pain in my leg and I just thought it was a bad Charlie horse because I'd actually gotten a Charlie horse the week before too and so I just thought it was a bad Charlie horse was going to play but by the end of that game by the end of the game I couldn't even walk over the field across the field to get to the car so I knew it was pretty bad and then that car ride home I was in so much pain and I was yelling and whatever so I got into my brother's car we were going back and when I got to my parents house well where I live I just looked at my mom and I was like I'm not gonna be able to deal with this pain we have to go in and get this checked out so we went into the ER and it actually turned out to be what they called compartment syndrome it was basically a hematoma in my right leg which was it was just a lot of blood was built up in there and it was shutting off the circulation to the rest of my leg um, so I had to have surgery to open that leg up and get all the blood and whatever out so that my leg could be saved because if if we hadn't, hadn't have gotten it out then I would have had to have like an amputation on my leg because the rest of my leg would have died but luckily we caught it in time and got it fixed up but then the recovery process was about three months and in those three months that's when God really started working uh, I was don't get me wrong I stumbled a lot during that time there was a lot of times where I was ready to give up and but God was God gave me those three months where I could just sit back away from the speed of life and just have no distractions and I had time I had a lot of time because I wasn't working I wasn't really doing anything except laying in bed. So I tried to read my Bible. And Satan still tried to give me distractions. I could feel like he was not about to let, let me go. Because let's just be honest, I wasn't serving God at all during those that time. And I was just serving Satan and what he wanted from my life. So it was just a struggle during those three months. But it was also it was a peaceful struggle because I knew... I was doing the right things and I was turning my life in the right direction. So yeah, I just completely surrendered myself and God gave me like a five month healing period where I just felt like I had to heal from all my past and I had to get away from everything and handle it the way that I thought it should be handled. <coughs> uh, I, a lot of my friends didn't understand what was going on. They, they probably still don't understand completely why I handled it the way I handled it. But I just had to get away from everything and completely give up my life to Christ so that he can work through me. And then, so that was for five months. I just felt like God let me heal and get away from my past as far as possible. And then last week... I think, yeah, it was last week, was the Passion Conference. And wow, it was such an amazing experience. Like every day I just felt like God gave me something that I had to hear, I had to, in order for me to grow spiritually. So once that Passion Conference, it was three days. Once those three days were over, I just felt lying in bed after the last day when I got home. I just felt like God was... God finally gave me a calling. I just felt like 
those five months that were used as the healing period and the process of just waiting to see what God had for me. And then I felt that calling to just spread his word to this generation. I felt like my, my generation struggles a lot and just with a lot of things, the truth with, we're just really lost and strayed of far from what God tells us is the right thing to do. And I just felt like God was telling me that he wanted to work through me to get his word out to the people that needed it the most. And I just felt such a calling and I felt the Holy Spirit move in me the way I had never had before, just in that week of passion. And I just felt like I'd finally found my calling in life. Now I just feel like I'm in a new season in life. I feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do, but I also feel the devil tempting me and trying to get me down in a way that I hadn't felt before. I just feel like whenever I do something right, something wrong happens or I, I'm tempted or I just, my sin is, when I do sin, I just feel so much more aware of it. And then sometimes it try, I feel like God, or Satan is trying to take me down and claim me back. But every time I feel attacked by Satan, I also just think that God, I'm doing the right things, obviously. If I feel so attacked, then I'm doing something that he doesn't, he doesn't want from me. He doesn't want me to go out and spread God's word. He doesn't want me to go spread the truth. So he's going to attack me. But I just feel such a peace as well with where I'm at with God and my walk in my faith is just so much stronger than it has before. My prayer life, everything is better now and just even in these past two weeks than it has been in my whole life. And it's just amazing to see that God, He picked me up from the lowest of lows. He was the one that saved me from everything. He said, like, I couldn't, I wouldn't have went and willingly hurt my head or hurt my leg to get to where I am at right now. I wouldn't have purposefully done that, but God, God put me at a low place so that I could be saved by him. I could understand that I needed a savior. I needed to turn my life around, and truly just follow him. And now that's, that's what I want to do with my life. I, I've just so committed to him. There's nothing else. I haven't, I don't want any of the honor and glory to come to me. I want everything to go to God. That's one thing I pray all the time is now that I'm posting on my Instagram or my story every day that, or now that I started the podcast is I don't want to get any honor and glory. I don't want people to think that, think that I'm just a good kid now or whatever. I just want to see, want people to see God's goodness through me. I want to give him the honor and the glory and not have anything. It, it's I'm nothing without him. So yeah, it's just, I just shared my testimony so that people can see, or maybe there's people out there that are in a spot that I was in that God never gives up on you. You just have to be willing to give yourself up to Christ and walk in his, in his word and just accept him and do whatever it takes. Sometimes it's hard. It's going to be hard. Our lives aren't promised to be easy and all that. And I still struggle with stuff from my past. It's not nearly as bad as it was, but there's still temptations and there's still people saying stuff that hurts. But 
I know who my king is. I know who my master is. And there's no more joy and peace and freedom that just comes with fully committing to him and having nothing else rule your life. So, yeah, that's basically my testimony. And that's all I kind of wanted to share today. But in the future, I want to, I'll pray about it, see what God has in store for me. I don't even know it yet what I'm going to post about or talk about. But I hope my brother will join me and me and him will dive into God's Word together and figure out what, what people need to hear and just whatever God puts on our heart we'll be talking about and trying to lead people to Christ, spread God's Word. And yeah, I don't know how all this will look yet. I'm literally sitting down in the basement right now with a mic on my shirt. So I have no idea how this is going to work yet. We'll, we'll definitely make improvements along the way. We'll just see how it goes. And like I said, this might not even blow up into anything big. Might not. It doesn't really matter to me. If I help one person with their walk with Christ, then I've, it's worth it. Uh, if, I save, if one soul gets saved through the words that come through me, through Jesus, then it was worth it. And I have such a peace just knowing that I'm finally fulfilling the calling that God has put into my life. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, I will see you in the next episode.